If we're being real, it's time to get into some baseball talk. I know we haven't talked about baseball in a little bit, but that's because basketball is going on in the playoffs. But anyway, we're getting into it with the Las Vegas Athletics. That's right. I already introduced them as that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the train because we got a reverse boycott going on in the MLB. So they're still the Oakland Athletics? Oh, yeah, they're still the Oakland Athletics, and they are filling seats for once. Yeah, it's the... You realize the girl's going to leave you, so then you start treating her right. Is that what's going on now? <laughs> Save your heartbreak for a different day. We ain't talking about that on this show. <laughs> so essentially what's been going on with this reverse boycott is that all the A's fans are upset the team's leaving, and they want the owner to sell the team instead. So they all decide, hey, instead of boycotting the A's like we've been doing because they suck, let's all show up and show some support. So they filled the place out. Chanted all nine innings, and it was awesome. Weirdest thing I've ever seen, though, too. Kind of feel for the Oakland fans. They're just losing all their teams. They ain't going to have nothing left anymore. Lost the Warriors, lost the Raiders. Now you're losing the Athletics. Man, just rough time to be in Oakland. I mean, it's tough to compete when Las Vegas has given them $380 million to build a new stadium. I'm not saying it's not rough to compete. I'm just saying it's rough for them, you know? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's fair. All right, so the funniest thing about this boycott, obviously the whole thing is kind of funny, reverse boycott. I mean, come on, that's hilarious. But Manfred, which everybody hates anyways, he came on and was talking about this reverse boycott, and he was like, man, it's great. I mean, the whole thing's great. It's great to see a team get almost up to what the year average is for everybody for attendance. He's just throwing shots at them. I mean, the A's ended up having 27,759 fans show up. The average fans per game for attendance is 26,753. So, I mean, they got 1,000 more fans than the average, but Manfred just did not care and was just making fun of them. He's like, yeah, get out of Oakland. We're going to Las Vegas. See ya. And the A's did not like that. You know, it's kind of messed up because what are fans supposed to do, right? Like, if your team's sucking... You shouldn't be supporting them by going and giving them money by showing up and watching games. Like, they suck. Just like the 76ers. There was years where they were just tanking and tanking and tanking for the quote-unquote process, which, by the way, didn't work out. I'm not trying to start anything here, but anyway, it's just like, what are the fans supposed to be doing? Like, it's kind of messed up to be like, yeah, yeah, screw you guys. You haven't been giving us money, so now we're going to go over here and get more money and hey, good job, you finally got to the... No, that's messed up. That, I don't like that at all. That's really messed up. Not cool at all. Fans have to have some say, and the only thing they can do is by boycotting them. And if they still want a team there, and they want to do that by trying to improve their attendance or whatever, by saying, hey, we should still have a team, let them do what they want. Don't take shots at the fans. It's not their fault their organization sucks. The only way they can say their organization sucks is by not showing up. That's the only thing that'll show the team that they need to start making improvements. It's messed up. I don't like that at all. No, you, you say a really good point there because the A's don't pay their players. They're not going out trying to get a bunch of high-priced talent. I mean, they have the worst and lowest payroll in baseball coming in at $41 million right now for their 26-man roster in 2023. There are players on other teams making more than the entire team is combined. Wasn't there that movie Moneyball about the A's where they were saying, like, yeah, it's working and analytics and stuff like that back in the day? Yeah, they were pretty much saying that, like, you don't need high-priced talent to win. You just need guys to get on base. And while that movie was pretty good and they prove a good point in the movie, guess what doesn't work in real life? 
that right now because they didn't get good guys, nor do they have any high-priced talent. That's a lose-lose situation. Exactly. Like, you need to be able to pay the stars when stars are there, right? Like, you can't just get rid of star guys because they want too much money. Then you're never going to win. So the fans are saying, no, screw this. We're not going to give you our money. And now they're like, oh, because you're not giving us your money. We're going to go somewhere else. Like, no, that's messed up. The fans still want their team there. It's not their fault that you guys are trash. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Should we move on to the next topic? Yeah, let's get on to the next one. All right, this is kind of a split topic now. I want to give a shout out to Emmett Sheehan. I mean, he just gave his first start in MLB, came up from double A, and he did freaking phenomenal. He threw six no-hit innings in his debut. And guess what happened? He's on the Dodgers, and Dave, the over-manager Roberts, pulled him after the sixth inning. Yes, he was at 89 pitches, but guess what? Leave the dude in for another inning. And guess what happened in the game? They lost to the San Francisco Giants, over-managing at its finest. Um, did I hear that right? Yeah, you heard that right. Guy's first debut in the major leagues, never pitched in the big leagues before, throws six no-hit innings, gets pulled out of the game. Can you imagine? I don't care if I was sitting at 140 pitches at that point. You are not taking that ball out of my hands until I give up a hit. I'd request a dang trade. That's so freaking messed up. That could have been the best start of a career in the history of the MLB, and this dude pulls him? No, I'd request a trade. Screw that. I understand the point of wanting to protect a young arm, but guess what? He has the chance to make history and in his debut throw a no-hitter. You can let him go one more inning. He might only throw 12 pitches. He might only throw three pitches. Like, let him go one more inning, just see what happens. The first guy could give up a hit, and you go, great, good job, I'll pull you, and you still threw a shutout. Like, that's fine. Exactly. If No, that's messed up. Seriously, that could have been the best game of his career. He could have been probably the only guy to ever throw a no-hit if he went the whole game, throw a no-hit in his first start in the major leagues, and you pull him. It would have been probably one of the best things in his entire career, if not the best, and you ruined it on him. And then you also went and lost the game. Good freaking job. Good job. Yeah, so great start for that kid. I mean, phenomenal. Should have been able to stay in the game, and terrible look for the Dodgers, and another terrible look for Dave Roberts. So this brings us into the kind of second half of this topic. They have a top 10 list of days since a pitcher on their team has thrown a nine-inning complete game. How long do you think the longest stretch is? We talking games or amount of years? Technically, it's in days. I'm assuming they're at the top of the list. Am I right? Sadly, no. It's the Twins at the number one spot. Hold on. So how many days has it been since a pitcher has thrown a nine-inning complete game for the Minnesota Twins? Let's go like, I don't know, 975. That feels about right. Come on, 975. You are a little shy there, buddy. It's five years, about 1,829 days since they've had a pitcher go the distance in a game. I said 975 days and you have to double it? Double it. That is crazy. They do not let pitchers go deep in the games anymore. It's insane, and that's why nobody even bats an eye when they pull this guy out in 89 pitches. I get nowadays everybody's throwing hard, and they don't want people to go the distance. They were throwing hard back in the day, too. And guess what? They still had pitchers going the distance. It's because they're paid all this money. They don't want to see people getting injured, so they're scared to let them go the distance, scared to give them an extra inning. Stop it. 
Let the pitchers pitch. We pay them all this money. We can't have them get injured, so we won't let them do what we're paying them to do. So freaking stupid. Hey, can I get paid to not do what I'm supposed to do? That'd be great. Technically, you're not getting paid to do what you're supposed to be doing anyways. No, I'm, I'm not getting paid for doing what I'm supposed to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they're getting paid for not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And you're not getting paid for doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, the exact opposite. All right. <laughs> They get paid for doing what they're supposed to not doing with not. Hold on, <laughs> they're getting paid for doing what they're they're getting paid for not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you're not getting paid for doing what you're supposed to be doing. I think I'm gonna have to close this out. I think I broke you. <laughs> I still got another take to go with. <laughs> oh my bad, go for it. Got to reset my brain for this next one. All right, last topic of the day. Just to quickly talk about Otani. He's been killing it this year, as always. Best player in baseball right now, hands down. Want to argue with that? I hear everybody arguing that Judge is the best. I'm sorry, Otani's the best. Come on now. Judge, his toe's a little messed up. He can't, he can't even walk anymore. Come on. <laughs> All right. So here's Otani's. We literally joke about people hurting their toes and not being able to play, and that is exactly what's happening. He hurt his toe, and he can't play. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, it's sad, but true. All right, Otani leads the Angels in the hitting category in average, in home runs, in RBIs, in OBPs, in SLGs, slugging percentage for you that don't know, OPS, triples, and stolen bases. And when he's pitching, he's leading them in wins, ERA, innings pitched, strikeouts, strikeouts per nine innings, whip, BAA, and B-War. Yeah, I mean, this dude is just crazy. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. That's why he's going to get paid a billion dollars by the Saudis. I'd like to say no, but I... <laughs> All right. He's too good for the MLB. The Saudis are going to be like, hey, why do you want to deal with that chunk change? We'll give you a billion dollars just to sit here and do nothing, you know? <laughs> you can sprain your big toe and not be able to play too. Come on. He might get a billion dollar contract in the MLB right now. Like, we're talking now getting up there. We were talking 600, 700 million. They're talking 800 plus million. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the season if it was up at a billion dollars, which is nuts. I genuinely don't think, I mean, the team wouldn't be able to pay anybody else if they did that. That is so much stinking money, so much stupid money. That'd be insane if they went and did that. A billion dollars? Get out of town. Man, there's only like two teams that would be able to pay that much money. Yeah, I know. I mean, I really think it's probably going to fall somewhere in the $650 million range, which is still ludicrous, but I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, real question. Do you think the Angels are making a mistake by not trading him? I think they're... Because there ain't no way he's staying at the end of the year. They're going to be throwing so much money at him, and the Angels are not going to throw that type of money around. Ain't no way they're going to be able to keep him. So if they're not going to win a championship this year, which I know they're like, hey, we're only three back from the wild card, like, we could still make it. It's like, no, if you ain't going to win a championship, trade him and get some assets in return. Otherwise, what are we doing? You're just keeping him to maybe be one game out of the wild card by the end of it? Like, come on. No, they'll trade him by the trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised if right around the trade deadline with like, you know, three to five days left in that, they're taking all kinds of offers and a team in serious contention is going to pick him up and get a really good asset for the rest of the year. Hopefully, but I've seriously heard a lot of rumors of them saying we are not trading him, but we'll see. I mean, why would somebody want to say that at the beginning of the year, though? Be like, yeah, we're trading this guy. We're just going to wait a bunch of games. That's not going to lead him to be feeling any team chemistry or anything like that. And, you know, you want him to still do good. You want him to feel like he belongs there and isn't an outcast. I don't hate what they're doing there. 
but they definitely are going to trade him by the trade deadline. We'll see what happens. Anyways, that's it for today, guys. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend, and until next time, keep it real.